All righty, folks. Welcome back to Behind the Buttons, our show where we recap the week and brainstorm the future of Two Buttons Deep, which is the fastest growing media company, at least in upstate New York. My name's Jack. Today, I'm joined by the Buttonista and Jonah on the boards. What's that look for? I don't... It doesn't... I feel like I hear you, but it's really echoey or something. I don't know. It's echoey because we're in a living room. Okay. With very tall ceilings. Okay. Maybe and a that's beautiful why. chandelier. Just wanted to make sure it needs to be dusted. There's some uh, spider webs on it, but listen, that's not here nor there. If you got to dust them off, dust some things off, uh, particularly with the family sure. at this time of year. <laughs> uh, our friends at Sam Adam are doing a grand promotion, which is something I can get behind called Settle It With Sam. If you got family beef, holiday drama coming up right now, if you go to Sam Adams Instagram, comment on their latest tagged post or their pinned post, they will cash app you money to get two beers and hash out the beef, your holiday beef with your fam. I love that. I think that's a great idea. There's no better way to do it than over a drink at a bar. It's a little noisy if you get a little heated. I just hope people take advantage of this opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, that's what we're going to do today. All right. Here on the show. All right. Not with, with with each other. Which is great. For once. I'm happy. It's I'm not happy us about bickering that. about each other. It is us and uh, the sole Reddit rat who, if you listened to last week, we had a, uh, a little debacle on, on the Reddit going on and we offered any of them, of the hundreds of people who were dragging our company in their own way. We asked, we offered any of them the opportunity to come on this show and speak their mind and elaborate on their hate because a lot of them are talking about, you know, what we don't do for the region and how we could improve and how bad of a company we are. So we said, come on the show and give us your ideas. Of the hundreds of people, one stepped up to the plate and we are going to settle it literally over a Sam. All right, let's do it. But we'll start with Peaks of the Week. So we got to get into your show. My Peak of the Week is I actually had to... Uh, had the opportunity to encounter somebody that is a fan, not a hater in real life. When I went to get my makeup done for the live show, I did not realize that I was going to the salon owned by the guy who dressed up as me for Halloween. And I was immediately alerted that he was in the building and he was very excited that I would be there and maybe would pop up to the makeup studio to say hello. Not only did he pop up and say hello, he had two giant tall boys of Miller Lite. He cracked it right on the spot. It's like one o'clock on a Tuesday. And it was so great to meet him in real life and recap how he dressed as me for Halloween at June Farms, what went into it, his inspiration. And it was just a great organic interaction. I loved it. We got a picture together. Might send him a buttonista sweatshirt. And he was somebody I thought genuinely hated me, but I guess it came from a good place. It wasn't sarcastic at all. Love it. So he's not a Reddit rat. No, I think he likes it. He likes to be up to speed. He loves like pop culture. We were talking about Al Roker. Today's show, Drew Barrymore, like he knew him and I were definitely like one and the same. Mm -hmm. So it was really great to meet him in person. Tall boy at 1 p.m. I know. He was going to Mariah Carey. He was getting on the Amtrak, going down to Mariah Carey at MSG. So he had his whole day planned. He knew what I had planned. And he left me with it. He's like, take a roadie. I'm like, oh, I love roadies. But love I ended up dumping it at a Stewart's. I'm like, I can't. Well, you were driving. I was driving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm having a roadie, to clarify, I'm in the passenger seat usually. Yeah. Well, speaking of Amtrak, that's my peak. I went to the Schenectady Amtrak station for the first time ever. Went out to Buffalo this weekend. And it's my new favorite station. I just need to hear about how it was to be on a train that far west. Five hours? Yeah. Phenomenal. 
I literally, first of all, well, I go to Schenectady because um, I live in Schenectady now and it is just, I was the one of three people there. That's true. At a, at a busy time. So it's similar reasons. I love the Albany airport. Like you can get in and out real quick compared to other airports. This one is a hidden gem in the capital region. Just as nice, same amenities, same trains and uh, took us west. Took our dogs on the train for the first time. That was a breeze. Um, but I was just locked in the whole time. I love train rides. And literally, I got there and I'm like, I want to keep going. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, it was great. I thought you were going to hate it. No. I just didn't have a good feeling about it. I just feel like if it's not faster than driving, like, why do it? I feel like it is faster than driving. No, I think it's, I think Buffalo, it would actually be quicker than that. How many times did you stop also? Uh, four times. Four, oh, that's not that bad. Considering you stopped just like about as many times. Amsterdam, to go down to New York Utica, City. Syracuse, um, and Buffalo. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. Cause I used to get aggravated going down to New York City, just how many effing stops there are. And the trains yeah. just don't go so fast. Yeah. Dude, was there alcohol on the train? Oh yeah. All right. Oh, I almost tweeted this. So there's an old man next to me on the other side. Thank God I had the seat next to me open for the dog. Uh, but there's this guy sitting across the hall and he's like, I'm going to get some bourbon. Do you want some? Wow. 1, 1 p.m. on a Tuesday. So I got a similar situation. Love Not it. a Tuesday, but Still. Uh, so weekday. And I'm like, sure. Like I feel rude accepting it, but I'm like, how often does a nice old man offer you alcohol? You got to take it. So I said, sure. And he goes, all right, all I want in exchange is for you to tell me to not have too many. Wow. I'm like, okay. Like how could this become a problem? I have my one and I sip slow. I'm, I'm like two hours deep and I just see him get up, come back, get up, come back. By the third time he got up, he left his shoes. He just went shoeless to the, to the cart and came back (laughs) and he was on, I believe his fifth bourbon. Wow. And I'm ready to tweet. Like, what do I do? Is this, when do you stop this guy who asked me to stop him? Oh my, did you? No. And did he say anything to you? He, he was blackout drunk. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, he was, uh, no, he seemed to handle himself well, but I'm like, I, I, I don't know the, the limits for this stranger. Wow. What an interesting predicament. Yeah. I didn't know you could even get bourbon on the train. Oh yeah. Only and eight this bucks. was on the way back. This is on a Monday. That was going out. Oh, it was on a month. Wait, uh, how much? 8.50. Oh, okay. That's for a little cheap. shot. Not okay. bad. Oh my God. So, he so had- what number would you stop a stranger at? I would say probably like three. Oof. But I was picturing like a glass of bourbon. Like, I don't know. Like you were it's at a, a bar. A glass is a shot? Yeah. It's on the rocks, so it's higher up than, uh, than yeah, it looks. Yeah, I guess. But what's but your number, Jonah? you it slow. Yeah, I think three. I mean, you're, you're on a train, so you don't really have very many options. So yeah. I, I mean, it depends where you're going, I guess. That's the tricky part with like travel like that. Like you guys, you mentioned that you weren't getting a car, but like it's all fun and games, like drinking on a plane, drinking on a train. But then when you get out and you have to actually drive... Even like when you go to like a sporting event or whatever, it's all fun and games until that moment that hits you. That guy gets in the parking lot five bourbons deep. It's a game of chance. Oh, he was Ubering. He he asked us to Uber together. Wow. After the train. Did you at least give him a little conversation? Uh, the dogs did. He was one row ahead of me. Got it. So we didn't have a direct line of sight, but I cheers him. Okay. Which I thought was like the nice, as nice as I could do, but I was locked in work and I had a great time. Yeah, no, that's good that you got to multitask, of course, because we did have a really crazy week, but I had some strange interactions on Amtrak in the past where someone would open a can of beer and ask me to sip it (laughs) and it was their beer. 
Like that happened to me. They just wanted to share a drink with you? Yeah. Like just share a tall boy in a paper bag from Penn Station. Like a guy oh. opened it up, took a sip and was like, you want some? Oh. I know. And I said no. Oof. And it's, I, I think in today's world, I'd say yes. In today's world? Just like something to talk about. Back then, <laughs> I, it didn't do me any good. Today, it would, it would give me a story to tell. That's fair. Well, we got our first love from Amtrak. Shout out around Albany. Yeah, yeah. I've been riding, riding trains pretty much all my life, and uh, the very first train I ever rode was an Amtrak. Did some traveling across the world via U-Rail in Europe, and um, I agree with Jack. I mean, there's really no better way to travel than by train. Whether or not it takes you longer, that's irrelevant because the experience is everything. Yeah. It's everything. You're looking out the window. Everything's passing you by. I mean, who cares how many stops you have to make? Like, mm -hmm. you're there. there. There's nowhere else for you to go. So. Yeah. So yeah, we uh, we produced a really fun video. We went down in New York City and uh, posted it up once we got back. And uh, Amtrak saw it. They loved it. They shared it. So if you're listening to this Amtrak, hit us up. They're tuning in for the Reddit rat drama. Yeah, we know that they are. Yeah. Well, shout out to the Reddit rats. Uh, last week was Behind the Button's most viewed episode of all time. Wow. I wonder how that happened. I wonder too. Not as big as the Buttonista podcast, which no. on Tuesday we had our third live show. And would, how would you rank it? We've done Schenectady at Center Street Pub, June Farms, and now the Misfit in Saratoga. If you had to rank them in terms of just overall vibe, success, and how you felt after, where would you put it? Honestly, I think, I think if you're going all in, I, I personally would say number one. Misfit? Like, yeah. yeah. Like I really, I really did. When you put it all together, vibe, audience, uh, just the whole thing, I would say that one. I think in terms of a high, I probably felt better after number one, just because it was the first time we ever did it. And it was really exhilarating with the drama that we had way back when. But all in all, to say that we did three of these fucking things that were sellout shows and went off without a hitch more or less is a really crazy way to wrap up this year. Mm -hmm. What do you, what would you say? I think so, too. I think this was the first show we had the least lead time. Maybe yeah. not the first one, but we had the least amount of time to prep the day of, which I think is something we learned. We showed up like two hours before and we need more time than that. But um, I felt like everything was settled before the show began. Everything else we've kind of gambled and, you know, was kind of just, you know, crossing our fingers and hoping it worked. This one, I, I think we all just kind of felt confident that we had it in line. Yeah, and that can be a dangerous game when you feel confident things can slip and get a little weird, but I had an ease about me the day of. I've said this before after these shows, but I think, you know, having a team where everybody settles into their roles and make sure that, you know, we have our responsibilities covered. We all know what's on the line, but at the end of the day, it's all about the crowd reaction and reception and, you know, people getting there early, getting their seats. People were so excited to see where they were sitting. They have cocktail service there. So you have somebody come to you and get your drinks. Like it really, when you were walking around, if I was just like a ghost, it just looked like a really fun cocktail party with girls chatting and cheersing and taking selfies. And the pictures afterwards just had huge smiles on people's faces, genuine excitement. And Probably the number one thing I heard after the show was, when's the next one? And that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I think that's what we want. I think, I think the biggest mishap was, it's a cocktail bar. And the Misfit makes some really dope cocktails. But in like two minutes into the show, oh, I yeah. just hear, Ch -ch 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 
of him whipping up the cocktail. I'm like, oh my God, we didn't clarify this. I did not think of that either. And when they, so at the Misfit, they had like a little team rally before the show and we were in our zone. I wasn't eavesdropping or anything, but, but. they had mentioned to us that this was their first event. They've never done an event there. So, I mean- you're welcome because this is probably one of the best events to do. We had it all set up. We handled the tickets, the entry, the entertainment. I mean, we really had it all covered. They were very good hosts and just allowed us to literally use their back room and do whatever. But I heard them kind of going back and forth about like, once the show starts, like, you know, are we going to go to the tables and ask them if they want to drink? And I'm like, shit, this isn't like the go get a drink at the bar bar. So I knew something was coming, but when I started to hear those espresso martinis, I'm like, Jack is probably going to like shit his pants right now. But you didn't. It didn't really pick up, did it? It kind of did. But I think that, it, like, I mean, it's kind of part of the atmosphere too, you know? They, I think it's the atmosphere when you're there in person. I don't know if someone listening at home. Oh, yeah, of course. Hearing but that, but. At the end of the day, I mean, it is a in-person performance for people to see. And I think the one takeaway that we talked about that's kind of a goal for next year is that. I think we easily could have added a second show based on the level of interest. We had a wait list that was as many deep as the attendee list. And as you mentioned, we've already done all that, the heavy lifting in the work at that point. We have the content, we have the format, we have the setup, the TV, like we might as well maximize it if the interest is there in the future and just run it back. Yeah. Like a nine o'clock show is always rowdier. It's a three buttons deep show. It's a three buttons deep show. And I think people would like that. And when I thought about it more, I'm like, I asked every single person where they were from. Like nobody said Saratoga. It was crazy. And that was your whole excitement about this. My whole excitement about the show was that people were going to be able to come from Saratoga and not have to drive far. And then when I was, you know, kind of meeting up with people chatting, we had people from Wine and Skill, Del Mar, Slingerland, Schenectady, Johnstown. And those were like the real ones that really hopped on these tickets when they came for sale. So my thought is in a similar venue, the nine o'clock show would be your girls that are always in downtown Saratoga. They're out for happy hour. They grab dinner and then they go to the show. And it's, you know, no worries to them because they're right down the street after leaving late where, you know, these people, you know, they kind of want to get back home. They have, you know, a little bit of a a drive to do after. So that was really impressive. And I'm so glad that people made the trip because you know how it is when you live in Albany. You're like, I don't want to go to Saratoga. When you're in Saratoga, you're like, I don't want to go to Albany. But the button needs to cross north of the Twins, south of the Twins, east, west. Yeah. Nobody took an Amtrak to get there though. (laughs) Nope. Not for sure. There is a Saratoga station. You should try that one. Yeah. Yeah. I bet that's the same vibes as Schenectady. Yeah, and it's also where all the homeless people camp out, but whatever. They're also building a luxury apartment complex overlooking the train tracks. I wonder why. Because uh, everybody <laughs> loves the train. What's the answer? What do you mean why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, where's the next one going to be? Have you thought about it? I don't know. Springtime? When would it be? Like like April? I was May? thinking like, I think April. It's got to be a little warmer. Because if we have to hit four a year. I'm thinking we're April, a little off track. July, birthday, Christmas. All right. September is your birthday and then one in Christmas. And then we do golden buttons in uh, January. January. So April, where we'd be looking for I think so. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. That could or you be, do it earlier, but we uh, could put that out to the people and get their suggestions. I think logistically we have to decide what is the right number. Mm-hmm. Like we have to design the perfect show and then find the perfect venue to match it. Yeah. I think, you know, but we've had equal success bringing people to, Schenectady, Averill Park. I mean, that was crazy. That was a yeah. long shot and that worked out. So I feel like I think Albany's it's, our only main hub that we haven't hit. I know, I'm Troy, but I'd put June Farms under Troy. Uh, 
maybe. I'm trying to think of like a bar I love. Like I'd love to go to like one of my favorite spots. Yeah. But I don't know where that would be. All right. We'll leave it up to the people maybe. We'll brainstorm it. But got a few events in between one in January, one in February coming up that we'll talk about next week on the show. Um, Yeah, we need a breather. Yeah. But now I think it's time to get into it. The Reddit rat. Uh, This all started, if you don't know, because we made these sweatshirts right here, River Rats merch. And the only reason I did this is because I wanted River Rats merch so bad, something authentic, and there's only one site selling them. And they're so new to acquiring the trademark. It's some IP lawyer in Chicago who took it up this year. He's not even selling stuff till next year. So because of that, and I realized I couldn't get anything for Christmas, I'm like, let's just do our own merch. And we did. One of the Reddit rats sent it to the IP lawyer. We got a cease and desist. We complied. And now we're here. And we're, I'm, I'm at my 30th birthday party last weekend. And I get a gift of all gifts that could have had us avoid this entire situation. Because Jonah, full-time employee, 001, went out. And before all this, over the summer, got me a game-worn, authentic, blood-stained Riverettes jersey. It literally doesn't get better than this. And he kept it a secret during this entire ordeal. Our company potentially was on the line if this escalated. And he was just so good about keeping the birthday secret that he didn't say, hey, Jack, don't do it. Just like, you could have given me like a, a trust me type thing but you didn't. And I don't know if you're the best friend ever or the worst employee of all time, but either way, I'm happy with the result. Yeah. I mean, maybe a year ago, you told me that you had a Jersey, a river rat Jersey stolen from you. I did. I I had one. I got one at Salvation Army, my sophomore year of college and everybody wanted it. And then at one party, my senior year, someone stole it and it it's just been a chip on my shoulder ever since. And I heard that story. You told me that story. So ever since I heard that, I was on the lookout for a River Rats jersey. Shout out to Grateful Threads in Saratoga. They tagged me in a, a post where they were selling some River Rats jerseys. This was maybe June or July. And within seconds, I was on the site, placed the order, delivered the next day. And I asked you, Jack, I said, hey, I have something for you. This is like July. I'm like, I have something for you. Do I just give it to you or do I wait for an occasion? And you're like, no, I don't want it. You got to wait. So... I'm a big occasion guy. What can I say? Yep. It led us to so you, you did give me that hint, but oh, I yeah. never, never once in a million years thought it was this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just the fact we went through all this and I would have, if I had this, I would have had no interest in making our own merch. I don't think that's true because we really wanted to make it after the Thomas Rhett tour announcement. And we started saying, bring back the rats. And yeah. we were like, how funny would it be to start a bring back the rats campaign where everybody's on board. So I don't think this would have stopped you. I think it scratches your itch to have something of your own. But I think, I do think we would have made the march either way, just based on how, how quickly that took off in the comment section. It was something that the people had interest in and wanted. And, you know, when you run a media company, you, you want to build upon the things that people like the threads, the themes. And when we saw that there was traction there, as business people and content creators, we ran with it. So I think mm. our intentions were pure. And some of the comments on Reddit did almost state that. Like, I'm not, like, who cares? Or like, I don't care that they wanted to make River Rats March. People want River Rats March. Mm-hmm. They just don't like the way we did it. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, so they're mad we made our own merch. They're not mad it's River Rats March. They're just 
I think this was just an opportunity for people to jump on the hating two buttons deep sort of publicly, but behind a fake username thing. Um, and it's, we just watched this in real time over a week of like this hate come out about it. And then they just started going after each other for those reasons you just said. But uh, above all that noise, only one person has stepped up to the plate to talk about why he feels this way. Deep down, I don't think he's the right person to be calling in. I don't really know if he stands for what the Reddit rats stand for, which I think is a plausible cause. Um, I, I get their frustrations. I get why they wouldn't like us. And I get why what I don't get is like, you can just ignore us. It's completely free to follow along and be in our universe. And it's completely free to pretend we don't exist. I'm happy this guy's reaching out. Hopefully he's here for the right reasons. And with that, I say we call in the Reddit rat. You got his number? Star six, seven. Star six, seven, LOL. Hey, this is Donnie Skipper. How's it going? Donnie Skipper. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Yourself? Very well. Uh, you're on the line with myself, Jack, and Taylor. Very cool. Very cool. Thanks for having us. I uh, really appreciate the time. Just to set the tone of everything, though, I just want to let you know, like, in that post that you made on Instagram, yeah, you asked for people that, like, loathe two buttons deep. And I just want to, like, call out that, like, I think that's, like, the idea that anybody would loathe anybody that they don't know is really, like, it's, I, I feel, I don't think that anybody on Reddit is really, like, loathing two buttons deep. I don't loathe you guys. I don't like, I don't know you guys, you know? And I have no problem with you guys. I know y'all are making content and we live in a crazy world where a lot of content needs to be made. Um, and we're both creating content in this area, serving the community, same community. So I think the conversation of how to do things better and how to better serve this community is really valuable. So that's why I reached out. So I just want to let you guys know that first and foremost. Well, I, I can scratch off my first 10 questions for you, Donnie. Thank you. Okay, I appreciate that. Okay. I think yeah, we're I think we're on the same page. All all uh all boats rise on high tides, right? Well, like when push comes to shove, and you know, again, I don't represent Reddit, and I am I am on Reddit. I enjoy the Albany subreddit. I think the people there are very great and welcoming, and and also the Ted sucks fella. He's got a tag that says Ted sucks without a milkshake. So like I do kind of I mean Ted's is great, but it's definitely better with with a milkshake. And once you have it with the milkshake, it's tough going back without the milkshake. I'll tell you that. But um, you know, like when when push comes to shove, though, like the, I I would say you know the, the like I post on Reddit, but like people also don't like the content I post, and I'm a content creator. You know, like just like as you guys, and when they make personal attacks and stuff, that's not cool. But those people on that subreddit aren't really making those personal attacks against you and anybody that is their, their opinions don't really hold any value in the grand scheme of things. The big problem is just the, the intellectual property. And I think that everybody could probably agree that that's a bad thing, taking other people's intellectual property. I agree. You're right. And we learned that lesson. Um, in our defense, it, it was not anyone's intellectual property until July and I had looked in years past, so that's why I thought the door was open. Um, but once we received the C&D, we complied, and uh, I, I think that's that. But um, There we go, and that's fair, that's fair, and you learned your lesson, which is good. And uh, I think it might be nice to, you know, at least, you know, say something to the Albany subreddit. The more the people that, you know, again, like the whole name calling the group, you know, I mean, the Reddit rats thing, like, that's great. Like, everybody loves that. Everybody yeah. over there is... There's a whole new subreddit for that. 
but but name calling like we don't resort to that you know if people do like the mods over there are pretty good they shut that stuff down or at least those people get downvoted and stuff you know like because it's it's not the personal attacks that's not what we're about you know and i say we i mean that me personally again i don't represent reddit or anything like that but i at least you know i i, I see what people are thinking and all that stuff even even though i don't see them so very interesting. So I can read all your minds right now. You're very confused, but that's okay. No, you're, you're just, I mean, I think we're on the same page. And uh, I think if, if I sat down with anybody from that Reddit thread, we would probably be on the same page. Uh, you know, think, the people who run two buttons deep, we are three lifelong capital region residents. We want to better this community, um, but we do it in our own way. And as, as I said, right before you got on the line, it's, it's free to consume our stuff and it's free to ignore us. So why these people on the thread have their panties in a bunch about us doing something uh, that doesn't involve them or anything they're associated with is beyond me. Yeah. And and here's the deal. You say a very important thing right there. You're doing it in your own way. And like, that's something that I've experienced in my own world and my own, you know, journey through TikTok and social media. You know, I was able to build a channel with almost 800,000 followers before I made a video where it wasn't real. I like voice over myself going into eclairs and I like pretend like I'm asking for a gooch piercing. And then they, they, they removed my whole thing for that. And that's okay. You got kicked off TikTok? For getting yeah, your gooch pierced? They can't stop Donnie Skipper. I got like 90,000 or whatever. But I don't really, thing is, I don't really use it too much now because like I was, I was getting, I was getting too much, like um, too many requests for sponsored content. And it got to a point where like I was looking at my feed and it was mostly like sponsored content posts and stuff. And like that for me creatively, I got to a point where I kind of had to make a decision. And this was like right before they deleted me anyway. Um, and, and that's where I was like, all right, I need to figure out what I'm doing next. And what I was doing during that time is I was reposting videos that I had previously made, videos that had gotten millions and millions of views. I was reposting them and the TikTok algorithm was pushing those videos. And then when I make a video that I actually put energy and creative passion into, TikTok didn't push those videos out. So then I take this video, the Claire series that I had made like three years ago at this point, millions of views when I initially pushed it out. I repost it. Of course, those are the videos that TikTok starts pushing it. And then it gets in front of maybe, you know, somebody that didn't like it and it gets reported or whatever. Who knows? It broke the community guidelines. I accept responsibility for what happened there. And I learned from that. You know what I mean? So, but it's like, it's so tough to navigate this world where we have to create content all the freaking time and you're doing it your own way. That's important. Sometimes people aren't going to like that. And those people are always going to be out there. I get that now because I stopped doing those other videos. Now I make music videos about periods and farts and period farts. And I got a new album called uh, blood, sweat and farts coming to coming to Spotify soon. I'm doing what I love now. You love period farts. Yeah, I mean, we need to normalize that. Grant, I came from a town called Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada. Um, that's where I'm originally from. Uh, wait, that's not uh, a joke? Some, I've, I've seen some no, of your videos. Real. I that's thought that was part of your Moose alter Jaw ego. Warriors. No, go Moose Jaw Warriors. They're my favorite. I love that team. I haven't been back there in a while because of COVID restrictions and all that stuff. And but, listen, uh, if we made yeah. merch, would you buy it? I, uh, you know, well, you got to reach out to their, their designer out there, but if you teamed up with them, I would happily sport a Moose Jaw Warriors shirt, uh, happily, 100%. Taylor, have you ever heard but, of a period uh, fart? No. 
can you elaborate? I don't know if so I want you to elaborate on that. Canada. So that's something when I came to the industry capital of Cohoes when I moved over here to pursue the music industry. I, I didn't realize they meant the textile industry when I came here. Yep. Um, so I'm pretty much stuck. But uh, when I came here, I learned that the United States isn't very period positive. So now I'm trying to create a movement where uh, where we uh, we all appreciate and acknowledge that uh, period parts are awesome. And but that's what I'm doing in my spare time now because because I can't really do TikTok and uh, well I mean I can but I'm just like I've hit a creative wall so I'm trying new things. You guys don't need to pursue the period part. That's me. Oh, say, like, trust me, that's on two ends of the spectrum here, you know. But that's cool. yeah, that's all. That's that's your beat. We'll do the Glenville Bridge, Waterside World. Yep. You can have period farts. Please give them to me. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you definitely have like a a certain type of humor. Um, because you have run with our intellectual property in respect in response to well, us actually, taking okay, someone else's. I'm glad that you bring that up. I, I have a, uh, something that I'm working on. Um, I'm trying, it's a little bit of a problem, but I'm working on it. I, when I do things, sometimes I do things and I, I ask for forgiveness instead of permission. That's a great so motto. I, 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 yeah, I, I appreciate that motto too. So I just wanted to like ask for your forgiveness that I sell my uh, two butthole deep shirts at www.donnyskipper.com. I just want to, I just, I just want to ask you: Are you aware that we've already sold pretty much that exact same shirt before? Wait, really? Are you? Oh my goodness gracious! So yeah. I'm stealing your intellectual property right now? Yeah. Well, two buttons deep is trademarked, and somebody else also has an elementary sense of humor like you. And said two butts deep years ago, which I thought was funny. Wait, wait. Funny enough for us to print. Two buttholes, though, because butts and buttholes are two totally different things. You can ask my wife that. You have a wife? Yeah, Donna Skipper. Donna Skipper. Oh, my God. I like you. You're getting better by the minute. You got to watch my TikToks. I got a whole rabbit hole. Oh, I see you. You've sent us about a dozen of them in our DMs trying to get us to repost. It took me making a two buttholes deep shirt to get your attention. Uh, well, my first question when you came on was, were you here to represent Reddit or are you just here to get our attention? No, I, 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 I legally cannot say that I'm here to represent Reddit or else I'll get banned from the, the Reddit uh, forum. So, so I'm, I'm here with Reddit views that I have found and sourced and digested and have brought to you. Yep. Um, but, but some of, I filtered through some of them. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I saw you did a call to action on the Reddit thread today asking for questions. So hit us. What do you got? Okay. Well, I'm going to do the, just the, the basic ones that I think are the most important. Um, so first one, foremost, name calling the whole community that loves the capital district. Probably not the greatest take the Reddit rats. Albany, yep. The, That's, well, funny. It was, That's funny. That's funny. I agree with the Reddit rats. The Reddit, the Reddit rats love the Reddit rats. What are you talking about? That's not name. That's a, that's a great brand. That's something I'm bringing to you. Fair enough. You know, again, this is, these are, these are maybe views that I've read and bringing to you now. If you think Um, period farts is funny, but Reddit rats is too far. You you got to look in the mirror. I love Reddit rats. I think that's great. There's a whole subreddit. All right. On to the next one. But there's other people that might feel, you know, a little upset about getting name called, when they were just trying to, you know, again, intellectual property is a thing. There's a lot of designers also in that group, something that needs to be made, you know, and, and there's a lot of designers in the community and it's really tough sometimes for designers to get a lot of gigs. 
So like, you know, it's, it's tough for a freelancer. So we have to have a little compassion for the designers and, uh, and intellectual property is a touchy subject. I know a lot of organizations in the area have gotten into little issues with IP or, or name one. You know, what? I, I mean, I, I, I actually don't know any. Okay. And I think what you're saying is the designers get their stuff ripped off. We hired a local designer to make this. And uh, the person who owns a trademark is not anybody local. Anybody. Well, just out of curiosity, so you, you hired a designer to, to copy the Albany Reddit or the, the, the Albany River Rat and then just add the buttons to it? Yeah, it's a completely different rat. It is, this is not the official rowdy. It has a, two buttons That's deep. It, it has a different logo. And what we found out the hard there. way, what we found yeah. out the hard way is they don't have, the, the, the guy who bought it in July does not have rowdy trademark. He has the term Albany River Rats. So ah. there's still a chance they could not even pursue us because there's nothing that says Albany here, but we respected it. it. We okay. took it down. And the Reddit won. Reddit rats won the battle, but you're about to lose the war. Well, I don't know about that. They're they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty. Uh, they're like rats. Agile. They're like rats in your kitchen. They they pop up when you're not looking. Try and get a little nibble of your stuff, and then they walk away and they leave their mark. But they'll never show their face to you. Just like well, you don't. I, you're I, completely anonymous. Hey, that's because I'm good at what I'm doing. But I'm also famous because that's the one thing <laughs> I've been able to do everything that I can do without showing my face. Or, you know, being like, I'm just Donnie Skipper. I don't need to show my face, but I'm on Famous Birthdays. Okay, all right. So I respect you for not showing your face. I'm not even going to ask why, but I am going to ask why. You keep keep yourself. Donnie, Donnie, one question. Donnie, 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 this is about you. Breathe in and breathe out. Donnie, I'm breathing just fine. I want to know why you keep yourself completely anonymous, yet you post your toddler on your social media pages. That's that's backwards from what most people do. I don't know. Well, you, you know what the deal is, bud? The deal is, is that those are special moments that certain people that know me like to see, okay? And if I choose to keep my family anonymous, that's okay. And if I'm doing it, there's probably a good reason. And I came on here in good faith to you to have a conversation about how we could do things better. To call me out on parenting is very, very rude. It's very, very rude. And again, when push comes to shove, I'm at a point with my following where it's very different than it was when I had 800,000 followers, which is a lot more than you guys will ever have until Barstool acquires you guys. Okay? So if we want to play this game, we can do that. But I think it's very important for you guys to button up your buttons and I'll tighten up my butthole and we'll get a little bit more classy with this conversation. Okay, bud? Next, next comment from the Reddit community. What is it? Uh, let's see. They just want to know, are you really interested in making content for all capital regioners? Or, um, you know, if that's what the case, then, you know, consider seeing what this and other active communities are passionate about and use that to inform your new material. Well, we have 150,000 followers from all around the great upstate. Uh, A lot of people love us and some people don't like us. So are we for everybody? 100%? No. And that's not our goal. Very good. All right. Well, that sounds good then. Um, Cool. Any other questions for me? That's it. That's all you got? You can look through the thread yourself. Again, I'm not supposed to represent Reddit. That's not my job. I'm not supposed to do that. 
Final question for you. All the money that you make from selling your two buttholes deep shirt. You said you sold 25, yeah. right? 26 now. 26. Start this show. Can I get I think your mom bought one. Uh, are you or are you not going to spend that money at night moves? What about night moves? Is Are you going to spend the money at night moves? You have a whole song about night moves. I love night moves. They're great. Is that where you're going to spend the money? I mean, sure. Yeah, I, I would love to do that. But now I got a kid, so I can't really do that. See, that's good parenting. Exactly. Especially because double vision, I'm pretty sure it's closer to me anyway. So got to save on gas. You know what I'm saying? True. Yeah, if you're in Cohoes, you're right there. Exactly. Um, do you guys have any other questions for it? Because I do appreciate the time. And likewise. I do appreciate the conversation. I really do. Um, it's up to you guys if you guys want to keep that part about, uh, you know, my family in there. It's totally up to you. I don't think it'll be a good look if you guys put it out there. But uh, if you do, totally fine. You you are the one that puts your family out there. That's why I brought it up. I I do it in my own way, in a way that's respectful towards my family, but uh, I, I would never uh, criticize or, you know, do anything like what you just did. Um, so, yeah. It's just a little backwards. Most people have themselves online and their kids anonymous. So Again, it was just an interesting point to me. Already, I said this already. When I had a large following, I would never do that. Like the reason why a lot of people dropped off in my following is because I refu- I wouldn't put my kid out there. Like, and now if there's like a cute moment here and there, which every now and then there are special moments that I want my family to see. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Like, I, but I it's the fact you're anonymous, there. which is just the, the, it's just a little odd. I'm not anonymous. I'm not anonymous. I'm Donnie Skipper, dude. Look me up. I'm more famous than Jack Carpenter. I'll tell you that, bud. Okay, bud. You are from Canada. Yeah. All right, uh, last thing, just general advice. What, what do you think we, you, we could be doing better? I think just listening to the community, listening to the feedback, it's, it's good to hear the no's because if you're hearing no's amongst all the yeses, you just want to tune in and just hear what the no's got to say and take that and digest it. That's really it, you know? Like, I'm not going to criticize you guys for being you. That's not what I'm here to do at all. I'm just here to acknowledge that it's a difficult world being a creator and uh, – you know, we shouldn't judge you guys as an individual, although like starting to maybe judge you, but I don't know. I still don't know. We'll see what you do with this footage. I mean, we're going to post it. You knew that, right? I love it. I can't wait. Cool. Well, this was a productive and fun conversation, Donnie. Thanks for calling in. Always a pleasure. Have a good one, dude. Adios. Well, that was a roller coaster. Interesting. He left meaner than he came on. I, you don't really do that with someone's family. I would say that's, that is a tough, I could see someone freaking out about that because you're but talking about a little child. He's the one posting it. I know, but people, I get that. I could see how somebody would be defensive of like, don't, you don't, you could talk about me all you want, but you don't talk about my kid. That's just that parent protective mode. And if he was protective, he wouldn't be posting his kid. I'm just, I just wanted the mindset of why would someone want to keep work? He works so hard to keep his being anonymous and you know, he photoshops every picture he's in, everything's point of view, but then to just post your kid, it just seems backwards to me. Oh, I don't agree. I don't disagree with that at all. I think I would have went the route of like, why are you anonymous? Like, what is it about you that you don't want people to know? 
Like, I would love to yeah. know the answer to that. If he's uh, like, oh, I work for the me, state or. That's, that's his, that's something I, I don't think we should poke. Like, he wants to be anonymous. That's fine. Yeah. But then to just post your kid, it's like, that's so backwards. I, I know. I'm just saying from like, I could see parents are, are fucking defensive. Like if someone pushed your kid on the playground, you're not going to be like, well, whatever. Like you just don't do shit with other people's kids. If I was criticizing the kid content, that's I'm not, something. I'm not saying it was an unfair question. I'm, I'm just, just saying, confused about his mindset of posting a child, which most people choose not to do. Right but not posting himself. Right. I don't disagree that it's an unfair question. I'm just not surprised that a parent of a child would react that way about anything you ask about a kid. Cause people that's their kid. That's their baby. Like that's, that's just how it rolls. But I think overall, besides that, I mean, he's a huge fan. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a huge fan. I mean, yeah, he's a fan. Uh, I would have liked to have heard from somebody who was willing to represent the Albany subreddit. I think yeah. that's, that was... He really just rolled on his belly right when he walked out. Yeah. Yeah. That's no fun. Yeah. And I think what is interesting, though, that people might not think about, and I think his stance comes from the fact that he is a content creator, and no matter who you are, if you create content we all understand very similar things, right? Like nobody can understand what you and I feel or go through when we read something like that, because it's about us and we put our whole heart and soul into it, no matter how we take it. So as a content creator, he can kind of level with that and be like, listen, I put my shit out in the world too. And, you know, take it or leave it. People are going to have their thoughts and the people on Reddit are the exact opposite. They don't create content. They don't create anything. They don't put anything out into the world for public judgment every day, which is why it's so goddamn easy to say the things that they say. So it would be interesting to hear from somebody that has no motive, has no interest in being a public person or doing anything. Like they just do whatever they do. And clearly yeah. they want to keep it that way. And he is not stupid in the sense that, of course, he wants to get on this podcast and plug his shit and whatever. Period farts. I'm still not over that. I, I don't know. Is his name actually Donnie Skipper? It can't be. When you, I thought you were going to make another dig because he was like, oh, I love night moves. And I thought you were going to say, is that where you met Donna Skipper? <laughs> That's what I would have said. Probably. Then he would have freaked out again, probably. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that was the conversation that we were hoping for though. No. And I hope, I don't know, Jack Taylor, I hope the offer still stands. If, if there's anybody else that wants to come in and, you know, take some shots, some real shots. And we're always down. I know I am always down to improve what we do. And yeah, uh, a lot of, a lot of what they, the, the, the Reddit rats have to say is super valuable. Once you look through the name calling and the personal attacks, you know, there's definitely a lot of validity and in the only way for us to improve is to have these difficult conversations. Yeah. No, I'm a huge fan of criticism, constructive criticism. And I thought this was an opportunity to get some, I've taken some away from the Reddit stuff, you know, yeah. Once you take all the name calling and pettiness out of it. At the end of the day, like it is an anonymous platform and I can respect that they want to keep it that way. It's their safe space. And you know, they are truly free to say whatever they want, but I don't think as other issues we've had in the past, even if we had a productive conversation, they're still going to hate us. We're not trying mm -hmm. to turn these people into fans. So their best bet is to just unfollow and ignore it really at the end of the day, if they want a resolution we're not going to stop doing what we're doing. 75% of what we do, they will always hate because they hate the very core of it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, but to just sit there and say, well, this isn't it. You know, I, I'd like to see something in the capital region, but this ain't it. Go out and do it yourself. Now they got period fart guy out there on the front lines for the Reddit rats, which like I said in the intro, don't think he was the right guy. Interesting character. 
feel like there could be potential for him one day, uh, perhaps with us. I wanted to, I loved his night move song. I, I think there was something there, but he's got a chip on his shoulder and, uh, I, I wonder think, if he would ever meet in person or that like ruins his anonymity. Don't think he would. Like, that's what I mean when you're like, there's potential. I'm like, oh yeah, we could grab a drink with them. Be like, what's up? Like buddy, like on the side, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, that's not going to happen. Don't bud me. Hey, hey, hey. Anything else, Jonah? Uh, onward. Yeah. Onward and beyondward. Uh, that's it for the Reddit rats. Thank you for all the views. Um, last <laughs> part of the podcast is our peek into the week. What's coming up this weekend and beyond we got a very interesting assignment coming up next week where we will be bopping around CDTA buses all week, handing out $100 Visa gift cards just to spread some holiday cheer, put smiles on people's faces, and bring some good into this world for all capital regioners. The Reddit rats are going to love that, right? Just another self-serving uh endeavor of ours but why not this is fun right this is like to me it's more late night show bit than it is anything else it's fun to just surprise people pay it forward a little bit do something fun incorporate cdta they already do so much for the region but they are looking for us to do it in our own way Mm -hmm. they appreciate it and they like it so i'm excited for it i think it's going to be great and there's just nothing better than being surprised especially with money yeah who doesn't like free money especially at this time 100%. We raised $1,300 at your live show. A lot of people were thinking we're going to make a big stink about it. We just did a reverse drug deal in the parking lot before this. Yep. Handed it off. No picks, no glory, nope. which sucks because I like doing that stuff not to shine a light on us, but I think positivity inspires positivity and negativity inspires the people on Reddit. So with that, I thank you guys for listening, tuning into Behind the Buttons. And we'll see you next week. 